What's up, everybody? It's your girl, Ellie, and we are back here with episode three. Uh, today's episode, personally, I'm really excited for. Um, it's on a topic that I feel like I have a ton of really helpful information and insight on. Uh, we're going to be talking everything dating relationship-wise, being single, and like loving yourself. We're going to we're gonna cover all of the bases today with this one. So buckle up, let's get ready to go, and I'm going to talk about a few different topics, and hopefully you find something that's going to speak to you. So I'm somebody who is incredibly independent. So for me to get to this point where I'm at, it's been a pretty interesting road to say the least. Um, growing up, I would relationship hop. I would date one person for a length of time and then we'd break up. It would be devastating. And then I would jump to the next one and then the same thing would happen. And it was like a cycle. And that cycle didn't really break until the end of high school and when I got into college. Independence and being on your own was something I really had to learn by myself and go through it in order to like understand it. And now for me, it's my absolute favorite thing on the face of the planet. I love being on my own. But like I said, I was not always like that. Um, I was somebody who loved the idea of love. I loved the concept of somebody caring about me and prioritizing me and in turn, like I had a partner, I had somebody that I could call my own. And it wasn't until I really figured myself out for me to not be like that anymore. And that happened after my first kind of like really serious relationship. Um, Through high school, like I said, I had dated some kids and they broke my heart, stupid heartbreakers, and I did not handle it the right way. And my stages of breakups were incredibly self-sabotaging. And I'll be totally open with that. Like, I would work myself up so much to the point of, like, body failure. Like, I physically wouldn't be able to function as a human. And it really, really, really would mess with my anxiety and my depression. And... I would get myself into this dark hole where I would be like, nobody's ever going to love me again. Nobody's ever going to care about me. I'm going to be alone forever, which now really doesn't sound that bad because I would love to be on my own. But like, I would go into a really dark place after every single breakup. Like it wasn't like, oh, some breakups hurt more than another. Like it was like, no, every breakup I had was like the end of the world. And it was just exhausting. So like now being at the point where I'm at now and like I've had other relationships that have allowed me to grow and I've gone to therapy and figured out my own emotions and how I can fix how I handle things and things like that. I do believe that in the beginning, like you've got to let yourself feel your feelings. Like you can't fight off feelings that you have. Like you've got to, you've got to accept them. So like, I guess your first stage of breaking up should be like, acceptance like you've just got to be like okay this is what it is and then maybe it goes into like a grief stage like yeah I'm gonna be sad about it I'm gonna miss this person it's like it's like okay we're gonna talk about driver's license by Olivia Rodrigo love that song I wish I was 16 again and got my heart broken so I could absolutely bop to that on my ride home from school but like in that song it talks about like 
like driving past your street like I can't go to these places that we used to go and it's like I think that that's something that like it that's that's accurate like you're gonna go out with your friends maybe to the restaurant that you guys always go to and you're gonna be like damn like I used to do this with person a and then maybe like a song that you guys would sing all the time comes on I'm not saying you have a song this is 2020 oh my god it's 2021 (gasps) oh I take that back it's 2021 you don't need to designate a song. We're not 12 years old. And if you are 12 years old listening to this, good luck. But it's like, you've got to let yourself be sad. Let yourself be sad. Let yourself cry it out. Like for me, after my last breakup, his house is on my way home. I have to drive by his house to get to my house. And his friend's house is also on the ride home. And there's times where I would get stuck at the red light next to his friend's house. And of course, it's right when my ex is walking out of the house. And it's that awkward eye contact you make where you're just like, holy shit, I just felt my whole body. I felt my whole soul leave my body. And that would happen for a while because I was so upset. And then all of a sudden, one day, that grief stage turns into a growth stage, a different G word. You're growing now you realize, okay, like I, shit doesn't always work out. It's not always going to be sunshine and rainbows. Like whatever. I'm going to learn from it. What lessons did I learn from it? I learned I don't want this quality in a partner. I learned I would rather have this type of relationship X, Y, and Z. And now you grow and your mind is like, okay, I get it. This is what we're doing. Let's see how we can grow personally now. And in that growth, like it's incredibly important to be comfortable with being by yourself because when you're by yourself, that's when you're really going to allow yourself to grow the most because you're focusing solely on yourself. So like stage three, I don't know if this is that the one we're on, is growth. And stage four is finally being comfortable with being alone. And that's like, for me, that's the order in my brain. That's how I've got to take the stages when I'm done with a partner or when a partner's done with me, which... If you get broken up with, that's fine. If you do the breaking up, that's fine. You've got to be comfortable with both. And honestly, like, not every relationship is the same. Like, this information may be completely useless to you. And that's fine. No shirt off my back. But maybe you're somebody that is stuck in a different situation. And we're going to call these things, like, situationships. And I've had my fair share of those. And it's like... We'll call them a situationship because it's a situation that you don't even know what it is. Like, are we in a relationship? Are we just hooking up? Are we seeing other people but still seeing each other? Like, what's the deal? And I honestly, I find that those are the least enjoyable things on the face of the planet. I would much rather have a clear idea of like, okay, I'm only hooking up with this person. I'm in a serious relationship with this person. I I can't do the whole like limbo thing. And I'll be honest, like in college, I did that a ton. I had two people that I was in a constant situation ship with and it was so exhausting. Like just the not knowing, like I would go to a party and I would see them with someone else and I was like, how dare they talk to that girl? But in my brain, I'm like, I'm not dating you. You are not my boyfriend. I cannot tell you anything like that and even if I was your girlfriend like I can't tell you those things like you're gonna talk to whoever you want to talk to that's fine but like I can't get upset about it and I think that the thing with situationships is when people are in them they're 
there's always one person that's more invested than the other. You always have that one person that's like, oh my God, I'm so into them, blah, blah, blah. Whereas the other person's like, yeah, like we hang out, whatever. And that's the situation. Your situation is that there is no real situation. You have put yourself in the situation. I put myself in it, like I said, a couple times and it just, it's not my thing. But I find that with those situationships, you never actually get that clear ending. You never get that like closure time of like, okay, like we broke up. It just like, it fizzles. It's like when you're cooking, okay, I love bacon. It's like when you're cooking bacon and you've got this bacon like sizzling and you've got all this grease, right? And it's popping. It's like, you know, and then all of a sudden you turn the heat down and it's not doing that. Or you're like, "Mm, I think that this bacon is cooked enough and you take it off and then it's like done. But it's like, okay, well, all the grease that was making all the noise is still there. Like why isn't it still making the noise? And it's the same thing like, okay, well, the situation like is still there. We still had that history, but why isn't it going on? Like we never decided to end things. We never were like, oh, we're done. So why is the basis still there, but nothing is actually coming from it? Does that make sense? I hope that makes sense. In my brain makes much more sense, but then when it came out, it doesn't. Well, we're going to roll with that one. Kind of like it. I think it. I think it's a vibe. But like, you're never going to have that clear and concise ending that's going to allow you to have that closure of like, okay, you know, things didn't work out because of X, Y, and Z. Like, no. It's, I find that with situationships, you don't get that. And I, for, I've been in them where I've been way more invested and I've been in them where I haven't been as invested. And both of them are exhausting because it's like, well, do I try to please this person or do I try to please myself? Always, first off, A, pick yourself because you are the only person that's tucking yourself into bed at the end of the night. And so you've got to realize like, okay, like, is this actually what I want? Is this, is this what I'm willing to have? And if you're not, like, you've got to speak up for yourself. You've got to be the person to be like, listen, like, this is not vibing for me anymore. I'm done because then, okay, you have clearly stated this is over. I'm not doing it anymore. It can't be some like, yeah, like maybe we can hang out sometimes. Like it's, no, like you're, you, we both know you're not going to, but it's just like, you've got to get yourself out of the situation or your situationship is never going to actually end. Like it's, it's gonna, you're gonna stay in it. Like for me, I was able to get myself out of them because I genuinely, I drew the line and I was like, I'm done. Like I'm done here. One of the kids, he had a key to my front door of my old apartment. And I was like, you can give that back when I move out. Like I'm going to take that back. Thanks. And it was like that moment for me was like, okay, we're done. I'm done here. This is the end. Thank you. And then the other one, it just, we stopped talking to each other. I got out of that one by graduating college. Like, I don't have it blasted in my face anymore. I'm not thinking about it 24-7. Like, I'm just like, I'm done. Thanks. But like, I don't know. It all, everyone's different. You're going to handle everything different. This is just how I do it. And for me, like, going through those situationships makes me incredibly aware of what I want and what I don't want in a partner. Like, I'm like, no, I want this out of a relationship. I need clear and concisely set 
boundaries, not like, oh, you can and can't do this. I need like, okay, like I'm dating you and only you. Like I need to know what I, I need to know what the deal is. And like some people argue and be like, well, like you can't ask someone right off the bat, like what you are. And it's like, well, it's not having the conversation of like, what are we? It's like, okay, what are we doing here? Like, I've got stuff to do. I want to know if this is going to be a waste of my time or something I can build off of. Like, I don't do the whole, okay, like I'll casually date you and then mm, eh, it's not working out. We'll be done. And two months later, it like with those two months, I could have done so much more with my time. Why? Why did I invest my free time into you for this to go to like nowhere? So I'm someone that like, I make it clear off the bat, like, no, this is what I'm looking for. This is what I do. Like, if you're about it, cool. If you're not, cool. Like, like I said, doesn't bother me. I'm doing my own thing. But as I mentioned earlier, like, I wasn't always like that. It took a lot for me to get to this point. And honestly, I really like this point. I really like where I'm at. And like, for the last two years, I've just been casually dating. Like, I've gone on a lot of really bad dates and I'm over it. <laughs> like, just bad date after bad date after bad date. And... I'll maybe sometimes have a second date with someone, but then it goes nowhere because it's like I like I need substance. And I'm also somebody that's incredibly, like I said, independent and outgoing. And that terrifies people that ask me on dates. Like, okay, you want to go on a date with me and you think that I'm really cool, but like you can't be intimidated by me. If you are intimidated by me, this is gonna go nowhere. And like, okay. I went on a date with a guy the other day and it was absolutely awesome. I'm not going to drop any names, but he was so, so, so cool. Easy to talk to. He's driven. He's ambitious. And it's like, it was a breath of fresh air for me because there's so many boys in their twenties that don't know what on earth they're doing. Like, okay, cool. I'm glad that you like to go out and drink with the guys on a random Tuesday night. Like, okay, what do you do for work? Like, what's your job? What What's your end goal? What are you trying to do? Like, what's something that drives you? Like, okay, I don't care that you just crushed a 30 rack. And like, that's just me. And this guy that I went on a date with is so driven. Like, he's like me. He has side jobs. He hustles hard for his money. And he, he knows what he wants. He knows what he's looking for. And we had a conversation at dinner where we were just super honest. We were like, okay, like, what, what are you looking for? Like, what is this? What stage of your life are you at? And we talked about it. It seemed like we were pretty compatible in that sense. And it was really cool. And we have a second date and like, we'll see where it goes. And I'm really excited for it. And I would like to see it go well. And so it was just one of those things where it's like, if you're not, if you're not at that level with someone, like you can't force someone to get to that level. Like you can't, force someone to match your energy like they're either going to match your energy or they don't and for me this one matches my energy and I'm rolling with them but like don't don't sell yourself short just to make a boy like you or make a girl like you like you shouldn't have to sell yourself short for a partner like I think that there's a lot of greatness that can happen when you are upfront and very like okay this is what it is take it or leave it you either like it or you don't like like I said, I got stuff to do. You're either rolling with me or you're not. And that's just something that for me works. Maybe give it a try. And if it works for you too, great. If it doesn't, okay, guess what? There's a million other options you can try. And like, 
it's been a while since I had a very serious boyfriend. And the last one I had was in college. So it's one of those things where it's like, I know exactly what I want. I know what I'm looking for. I have a list of things I want to do with my life. And I'm not going to let situationships or bad dates or anything like that get in the way of the goals I'm trying to accomplish. Like if you're along for the ride and you're going to support me and encourage me instead of distract me, I'm in like, hell yeah, that one's, that's what I'm looking for. And when it comes to like having a partner or being in a relationship, being in love, whatever it is, I don't believe in settling. Like everyone's always like, don't settle, don't settle. I think it's important not to settle, but you're also going to have to compromise. Any relationship that you have with someone should not be settled, but there should be compromises made. Whether it's compromises on the color rug that you're going to put in your living room or what size couch you want or compromises on where we want to go to dinner or let's get brunch on Sunday instead of Saturday because X, Y, and Z. Like, you have to be okay with compromising. And that is not giving up your wants and needs or giving up your partner's wants and needs. That is looking at both of your needs and your situations and finding what's common middle ground between them. I was just talking to my friend Reagan and my friend Michelle actually about this um, earlier. And like, for example, with Reagan, her and I were talking about like, you have a situation and this is what the reality of it is. Like, let's say for example, like you and your partner are getting ready to move in. This wasn't necessarily what we were talking about, but like, this is what we're gonna talk about for right now. And maybe your partner lives super far away from you. Um, Like maybe it's like two hours away from you, but you guys are trying to move in together. Like, I don't think it's fair to ask your partner to leave their home and know like you've got to come to my home. Or like for them to ask you, like you've got to leave your life here behind and pack up and move to my town. Like, no, I think in that situation, like you've got to find a common ground on what areas you guys like. Like maybe your partner really loves the city, but you don't. So maybe you want to go a little bit more suburban, but not so like rural that you're in the woods. Like you, you want to have people around you, but not so many that it's hustle and bustle 24 seven. Like, you, you've got to be willing to compromise on a middle ground that you can both agree on. And notice how I said both agree on, because that means that it's something you both can like, you both can get behind. Now, you're not settling. You're not saying, I, I wanted to live here, but whatever. Like, no, you're saying, okay, like, we were able to find something that worked for the both of us. And now we can grow our life together for whatever length of time it is, in this spot. And, like, that's something, like, it's a, it's a compromise. It's a compromise. And, like, my friend Michelle and I were talking about, like, partners meeting, like, your family. Like, you've got to compromise with your partner when a good time to meet their family is. I'm someone, I want my partner to meet my family super fast because I don't view it as, like, oh, this is the next step in our relationship. I view it as, like, my family is super involved in my life. I live with them all summer. I go and see my parents on the weekends sometimes. Like, I've got to make sure that my partner is comfortable being around them. And that, in turn, 
my family likes my partner. If my family doesn't like you, like, I'm sorry, dude, but gotta go. Like, that's just how, that's for me, that's just how it is. And she was kind of saying it more of like, we've got to make sure that we're both comfortable with it at the same time. And it's that compromise of, okay, it may not happen as quick as I would like to, but maybe it's happening a little bit sooner than my partner would like to. But we found a ground that we were able to say like, okay, I think... I'm ready to slowly start introducing you to my family. I'm not going to throw you to the wolves all at once, but maybe like, would you like to come to dinner with my parents and I, or, Hey, my cousin is having like a cocktail party with some of their friends. Do you want to come with me? Or, Hey, my sister and her partner or my brother and his partner are, are inviting us over for dinner. Would you like to come? Like it's, it's, I think you should start it small because that's a compromise where if you're someone like me who's like gung-ho, let's go, but maybe you're somebody who's more reserved, you're able to do it in a small setting where it's like, okay, I'm getting a little bit of what I would like, but my partner is also getting introduced to it as, at a rate that they're comfortable with. Like, it's comprom- it's compromising. It's You've got to find the middle ground. Compromising is all based on the middle ground. And relationships are filled with compromises. Notice how I'm not using the word settling. You should never have to settle because then one person is always going to be bitter about the situation. Whereas if you can compromise and find the middle ground, you're pleasing everybody involved. It's all it's all what you guys have decided on together. And like for me, like I said, it's been a really long time since I had like a serious relationship. So I can't give you like perfect advice on like the topic of like moving in or or something like when should I get engaged when's the right time to propose to my partner like those steps are all relative to your relationship each relationship is going to have its own timeline and that's all relative to what you and your partner's timeline is and that's okay and like for me my timeline right now is based off of like me being on my own like it's it's me as a single individual and for me I'm really comfortable being single so like going on dates used to really scare me because I was like oh my god like I'm gonna experience I'm gonna do something with someone else like oh my god and now I'm like okay cool like I'm gonna get to know someone but it's on my own terms and for me like if you're someone that doesn't know how to like have your own timeline or doesn't know enough about like yourself I really encourage you to not get into a relationship yet like I'm someone who is incredibly comfortable with who I am and what I do and everything so like I know I'm ready but like if you're not someone that knows like what you want or what you need like you've got to take that time to be comfortable being alone you've got to get comfortable being single so that way going back to like five minutes ago you're not going to settle. You're not going to fail to compromise. Like you're not going to sacrifice what you want and need because you don't know what you want and need. And for me, I got comfortable being on my own literally by forcing myself to do everything by myself. Like my friends would be like, do you want me to come? And I was like, no. I was like, I'm going by myself. I'm going to go out to eat by myself. I'm going to go to the laundromat by myself. I'm going to go grocery shopping by myself. I'm going to go for a walk by myself. I'm going to go work out by myself. And I did things like that so I could get used to not having somebody there out of comfort. I wasn't having somebody there to walk me through it. Because it's like you, 
you gotta, you gotta realize that in this life, the only thing that is guaranteed at the end of the night is that you are your own person and you've got to find that own person by being on your own. You're not going to find yourself in someone. You're not going to find your value in the hands of someone else. And that's something that when I was younger, I didn't understand. And I would place my value in these boys that did not deserve it and they would not return the favor. And in turn, I had no idea who I was. And it wasn't until I really started to take control of my own life and what was going on in it until I figured out who I was and what I like and what I'm looking for and what my hobbies are. And like, it takes a while. It's not something that's going to happen over day, like overnight or in a day. But like each day, do something that's for yourself. Like for me, I love going out to eat by myself. I love going and sitting at a table or sitting at the bar and just having a meal on my own. I get to think about what I have to do the next day or what I did that day. I get to think about what I have coming up. I get to people watch. I love people watching. And like, that's just something like I find comfort in doing things on my own because it's like, that's my me time. That's my personal time. That's when I get to be by myself. And it's just one of those things that like, I didn't know how to do it until I went through it myself. And so for those of you that are like, oh, I was hoping that I would maybe get more relationship, like advice on how to get a relationship out of this. Like, that's not what I'm going to give you because I'm not somebody that goes around and looks for relationships. I am incredibly, (laughs) I'm incredibly on my own. So for me to share my time with someone is a really big deal. Um, But that's because I am so confident in my ability to be by myself. I have no issue sitting on my couch alone watching a movie. Like, okay, if there was someone else here, I would have to worry about if they needed a blanket, if their feet were cold, like things like that. But like, it also doesn't mean that like, I don't always want that. Like sometimes, like I would love a partner. I would love to have a partner. Am I like pushing for one? No, I'm never going to sit there and be like, I need a boyfriend now. Like, absolutely not. But like, if something rolls around, then hell yeah, I'm going to roll with it. And like I said, I'm hoping that my date goes well and something comes out of it. So it's just one of those things where it's like you've just got to be by yourself and you've got to know how you can handle being alone before you can know how to handle a relationship. Because if you don't know yourself and what you like, you are never going to be able to effectively communicate that to someone else. You are never going to be able to establish your boundaries in a relationship and what works for you and what doesn't. Like you have to take that time of being on your own and being single and solo to really, really, really learn yourself inside and out. Like, you have to know what grinds your gears. You've got to know what calms your nerves. Like, you have to know everything there possibly is about you at that time. And like I said, you're going to keep growing. You might have a partner and it doesn't work and now you're going from grief to growth. And when you go from growth, you're going to learn even more lessons there. But like, the point you're in right now, is the only point that you can be fully present in. And you've got to fully know what you want and need and the difference between the two in that time for you to be able to communicate communicate that effectively with a partner. And like for all of you guys who are like me and trying to date in a COVID world, it's hard. You can't just magically go to the bar like you used to and be like, oh, this person's cute, blah, blah, blah. Like, no, like <laughs> you have 
so many other hoops to jump through. Like, you have the risk of COVID. You can't just magically go places. Like, you've got to make sure that these people are not, like, putting you in risk, just like you're not putting them in a risk. And I personally, I've done a really great job at, like, I personally, I get COVID tested all the time. I had COVID in December and it sucked. But, like, I'm on top of my stuff with this so that way I know if I'm going to meet someone or go on a date with someone, like, okay, I'm good. Are you good? Like, what's going on on your end? And, like, outdoor dates right now are freaking awesome. Let Take me for a hike. Let's go walk the dogs. Let's go outside and go for a run or, like, something like that. Like, fun dates rather than, like, oh, let's go, let's go out to eat or let's go grab drinks or let's sit at home. Like, no, like, go outside and do things with your partner. Like, have fun doing it. And, like, dating apps right now, huge thing, especially in the spring because no one could go anywhere to meet people. So, like, you would download Hinge or Tinder or Bumble or, like, I don't even know any of other... I don't know the other ones. I had Hinge and that's it. I don't, I don't even know how to, what it is, honestly. And it's just one of those things where it's, like, I hate that. Like, that is the least satisfying way for me to meet someone because it's, like, ugh. Like, anyone can make themselves look good online. Like, I would so much rather meet someone face-to-face. So, like, I'm just rooting for all of you guys that have dating apps right now that when the world is healthier and we can finally, like, go places and do things again, that, like, you meet someone awesome. And I hope that you meet them out and you guys are able to go and do all the fun dates that we can't do right now. And, like, just know I'm rooting for you. I'm trying to make it work just like you're trying to make it work. And we're all in this together. But, honestly, I feel like I've been rambling on and this is a long episode for you guys. So, just to kind of end it, um, we'll summarize that there's a big difference between compromising and settling. You've got to know the difference and you've got to be willing to meet that common ground with your partner without sacrificing either of your wants or needs. Um, That's point number one. Point number two, you've got to be willing to take the steps to feel your emotions to get comfortable being on your own. You've got to let yourself feel what you're feeling so that you can understand why you're feeling that way and you can understand how your brain processes your own emotions. Um, And number three, don't be afraid to be very open and upfront about what you want and what you're looking for. Because we're young, we don't have time to waste. You've got to make sure that you are getting the most out of this life that you possibly are. And knowing what you want and communicating that should not be something that's frowned upon. All right, that's it. I'm going to wrap it up. I hope y'all have a fantastic day. Um, When episode four rolls around, I'll talk to you guys right here. Same time, same place, maybe. I don't know. That's what I say to my students before I leave on Zoom calls. But anyways... See ya. Peace.